Hello, welcome to Spiritual Warfare. My name is Teresa. And hi, my name's Kay. We will be reading from the book Made for This by Jenny Allen. And today, Kay, jumping into place. What is the Bible verse for that today? Philippians 4, 6 through 7. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and petition. With thanksgiving, present your request to God, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Jesus Christ. And that's too funny because that's kind of what we ended with last week, and here we are beginning with it again this week. And something that's jumped out to me, it says, And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding because sometimes we don't understand, will guard your hearts and your minds in Jesus Christ. Anxiousness doesn't come from God. No, no. And that's why he tells us, don't be anxious about anything but in everything. In prayer. Prayer and petition, leave it at his feet, and he will come through for you. If you're anxious about making a decision or anything, that's not from God. Uh Uh-uh. That is a quick fix that Satan wants you to hop into to get you all mixed up in life. So don't do it. It's very important to pray about everything. That's something that you taught me too because I'm this type A personality. Boom, right now I'm making a decision. And I've always been that way. But as you being a friend, you never did that. Never. Never. Well, it was very rare, okay? Because when I did, it got me in trouble. Yeah, exactly, right. That I didn't see too. But um, you always took the time to think about the situation and pray about it. And I just wasn't that type of person. And I got in all kinds of trouble from that too. I just did. So that was something I learned from you as well. Yeah. Don't be anxious because it's not from God. Pray about it. The way we live in our places is changing the people we encounter there. Why don't we see that in our jobs, our blogs, our neighborhoods, or even our time in hospitals or in fertility clinics? Often we applaud exceptional ministry and miss the everyday ministry in everyday places that nobody sees. Consider, could you be set in the places you are in because that is the most strategic plan for you to preach the gospel? Let me tell you what happens when you start to think that way. Everything changes. You change the question from, are my neighborhood, my workplace, my school, and my life stage making me happy? To, are my neighborhood, my workplace, my school, and my life stage the most strategic places for my kids, my life, my story, my personality, and everything I need to preach the gospel. I have watched some of you come to a good answer to the first question because you quit asking it and simply considered the bigger question. Ashley wrote to tell me about how God revealed to her the bigger question in a place that she didn't necessarily want to pee. Four years ago, she reluctantly sat in a room 
with 20 women going through the process of identifying their threads together and dreaming about what they might mean for God, she wrote. I hashed out my childhood Benson again to see how God designed me. I realized I had all these gifts, but throughout the years, they had just been used for selfish gain. The heart questions cut deep, exposing the motives of who I was truly living for myself. So with a surrendered heart, I began to ask God what he would want me to do with my life. Before I knew it, this flood rushed through my soul of ache and passion for gathering women. Gathering women? How, Lord? And who? Then came the love for my city, Albuquerque. I had spent the majority of my 20s trying to escape New Mexico. And besides the weather and green chili there are way more reasons to despise Albuquerque than to love it. It's a dark place winning awards for the most homicides and worst public schools in the nation. But this new beauty began emerging from it with a new perspective, hope. Soon after that small study, Ashley and her mom found themselves organizing and leading an IF gathering Simulcast for 80 women in her town. 80? Wow. Wow. That went up, (laughs) didn't it? She felt God move in her place and got a taste of what God was doing in their city. Year by year, these gatherings grew to 300 women with multiple church partnerships. Now she serves as a woman's discipleship director at a church. And she's amazed at how God brought her to where she is. In that town, she wanted to give up on her gathering women through her in a place she had tried so hard to escape. He's changed her heart, and he made her place beautiful to her, and he's showing his glory to the women around her. Your place is not an accident. It is by design. We really have to remember that. Yeah. There are no accidents or coincidences. There is a God setting us in our times and in our places with people. And if that is true, he has a plan for all of us. I shudder to think how accidental we believe life is. I remember talking with a girl who wept because she wanted a life of purpose. I asked what she did for a living. She told me she was developing a sex education program that might be used in all of the Texas school districts. Hmm, I was confused. How could she not feel purpose in that God-given place? She went on to realize there was an incredible purpose, but she was living in so much fear that she might fail at this huge task that she couldn't embrace it. Maybe you are exactly in the will of God, living a life purpose, but you can't even see it because you are afraid. Afraid your place doesn't matter. Afraid you won't succeed. Afraid God doesn't see you. Afraid what you're doing isn't ministry. Afraid of what people will think if you live for Christ in your place. Our real places. Mary embraced me the moment we met in our mutual friend's home. She sat me down and held both my hands 
eager to tell me her story and how it intersected with mine. Mary is my mom's age and recently moved with her new husband out to his country home on the outskirts of Austin. Mary insisted on meeting every neighbor, even though houses sat acres apart. But as years went by, it started to seem like so much trouble to walk all that way and potentially creepy to drive up to their front doors. But as she prayed a prayer of surrender, she knew God was telling her to take him to her spread out country neighborhood. So she decided to host a Bible study and wrote individual handwritten letters to each neighbor inviting them to come. Immediately, she gathered 15 women who were hungry for connection, and more than a year later, they are still meeting and studying the Bible. Wow. Our places are not by accident. Your gifts and stories will be used in many different places over your lifetime. We have freedom to dream about our places. There's a great purpose in using our gifts and corporations, nonprofits, state school systems, churches, and neighborhoods. Our God does not separate secular and spiritual. Hmm. He just wants you to participate in his story wherever you are and with whatever you have. If we played our part from Rwanda to Albuquerque, we would get to heaven and know that in our little place, we are part of something. I think some of you could be happy in your place if you thought that to some degree. God was proud of you right in the midst of your mundane, punching numbers job. <laughs> we all have threads. He wants to spin into stories that will last forever. And our places are part of that. Because you know we aren't really in our true place yet. The place we are made for is coming. No place feels quite right until we are home. Okay, what is under vision there? Under vision, write your places, pray about your places, ask for wisdom, guidance, and vision. After praying, give it some thought. How might God want to want you to be intentional like Joseph in each place? Yeah, instead of thinking about what Joseph had to endure, he always did what God wanted him to do in that situation. He always made the best of it. Yes. He yes, really he did. did. Dream. Are you feeling free or moved to change any of your places? It's okay to consider that possibility every once in a while. Every year, Zach and I pray and ask God if we are where he wants us to be. Are our kids in the right places? Are we called to move or change anything? It keeps our hands open and, allow, and allows God to move us if he wills. So, lay your places before God, writing a prayer below each one. If you are married, include your spouse in this. So what list should they start, Kay? City. Neighborhood. Jobs. Schools. Other places. How does your view of our eternal home change your view of your current one? We want to thank everybody for stopping by. Have a blessed week. Thank you.